Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your girl, Vene Brianna, and welcome back to the Beauty Boss Podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. And if this is not your first time, what's up, girl? I know. You know. We're talking everything A to Z in the beauty industry, okay? <laughs> I started my beauty business in my college dorm room doing makeovers for only $10, y'all. Yes, $10. And now I am an experienced and licensed beauty professional. I want to help you build your confidence as a boss in the beauty industry. It's your time. Make sure you lock in with me every Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Let's get into it. I wanted to become an esthetician. What happened was I was trying to go to aesthetic school in okay. Baltimore. Okay. At Vonley, they wouldn't accept me. Yeah, because there were no male estheticians at the time. Well, they're no longer open, so. Yeah. <laughs> they're no, like, years later, fast forward. That's they so asked, crazy. Yeah, though. they asked me to come and teach, and I said no. You yeah. should have knew the value yeah. that was presented to you. Yep. What would you say is a moment that really allowed you to kind of realize that, hey, if I got this rejection, how do I move forward? Like, what was like a checkpoint rejection moment for you that you, you kind of <laughs> turned it around? Like, you you might have been so like, but then you did better and you like. Well, I've been an assistant for eighteen years, and so for mm-hmm. yeah, I'm an OG. <laughs> Her. I, okay. So ten years of my career, my 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 endeavor when I became an assistant was to be an amazing assistant, do skincare mm-hmm. um, for primarily people of color. Yeah. Um, and then um, waxing, you know, brows, of course, for people mm. of color. For 10 years, I didn't have any black clients. Wow. Yeah, they weren't interested in... In Philly? Mm-hmm. Wow. My clients were Jewish white women. That is... Shout out. Mm-hmm. Shout out. Because shout out to like, the main line. How was that? Like, what was going through your mind like when that was like the clientele scenario for you? Like, Well, I was hurt in the beginning. I was really, really hurt because that was my, that was my goal to have... African American client, African American clients, mm-hmm. but or people of color, they weren't interested. They, I cost too much. <laughs> yeah, I cost. I even talk about price points in the industry and yeah. the. I was just talking to somebody about that, like, because to me, I feel like it's degrading value when you you kind of don't respect my price. Certainly, like they 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 didn't want to be, they didn't want me, they didn't want to work with me, and so and 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 even the clients that I did eventually start getting, they wanted a circus clown. Mm-hmm. They wanted someone to do tricks and be over the top. And that's just not my personality. Yeah. And so I just wasn't interested. So I found that I was a talent, mm-hmm. that I was a gift, yeah. that I was a necessity yeah. with my Jewish clients. Okay. And it wasn't until I became... Uh, an and it feels good also not to force it. Yeah, I didn't know. I don't like forcing all money and good money. No. And also, I'm... Just hearing like some of your experience, I'm like, I can only imagine like the years because you said 18. 18. So did you just did you turn 19 this year or is next, next year, year? Next year. But yeah. the fact that it's over a decade. Yeah. That's that's a serious passion. What what kind of got you into skincare, aesthetics, um, business? The funny part is while I'm a fourth generation entrepreneur. Period. I am a fourth generation, but I never paid attention to it. Okay. At least I didn't think I, didn't, I did. You just Oh, tell me yours, because now so, I'm thinking about so it. So I'm a fourth-generation yeah. entrepreneur mm-hmm. on both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
I kind of grew up in the beauty business. Yeah. Um, my father that raised me um, owned a barbershop. Right. And so um, I grew up in that and I paid attention, mm -hmm. I guess. And so I'm the only one out of uh, the children that he's raised that is in the beauty industry. Wow. So, um, and then on top of that, I always gave myself a facial. I paid attention to my mom. She was one of those Avon and facial soap. Very came. My mother was yeah. So every Thursday, every Thursday since I was 12 years old, I gave myself a facial because I got a haircut every Thursday. Oh, period. So you was fresh. Yeah. So I would get a haircut. I would get a haircut every Thursday and I would give myself a facial. It wasn't until I was like 21 where I got my first facial, my first professional facial. Mm -hmm. And I said, oh, I do this myself. What, I said, what is this? Oh, I'm an esthetician. I'm like, I was like, so am I. <laughs> and so that's when I was interested more, got more and more interested in, into it. And then, um, I don't even know what an esthetician was at first. I didn't either. <laughs> and so then I eventually, I like, that, <laughs> so I eventually, um, became an esthetician, moved to Philly, yeah. went to school and became an esthetician and had been, I was the first male esthetician in PA. Wow. Yep. Heck. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of firsts. That is very legendary. Thank you. I, like, I'm kind of mind blown. Like, how does it feel to be like, hey, I can't, you know, like when you think about it, because you were mentioning one, let's go back, because this is just so much you dropped on me just now. You mm -hmm. know? I got to process it, Nick. Okay, right? okay. <laughs> I got to process it, Nick. So like, you're saying that not only are you a fourth generation entrepreneur, uh, you were kind of groomed into the industry from a very early age and didn't even realize it. Mm -hmm. I have a similar background with that as well. Um, yeah, I do have a, a similar background with that. My mom, like she was a person with many hats. Mm -hmm. She served, you know, relentlessly of course she was my mother so she's serving me every day all day so you know she showed me not only how to do business and how to be an independent woman but she grew me at a very early age without me subconsciously realizing it because she took me where she was in the environments that she went in the people that she was around and those Mercade meetings I'm telling you for sure to get, mm. get excited mm. like you it's just yeah, it was it was in me and I didn't realize it. So funny enough, I went to college because you mentioned school and I was like, I got to tell Nick this. Mm -hmm. I um I went to Lincoln University and I majored in nursing. Oh, OK. <laughs> and then I went to Towson and I graduated with a business administration degree. Mm. And then two weeks after graduating, this is COVID, by the way, two weeks after graduating, I went to esthetician school. Mm. So I don't know how your experience was with esthetician school. How was your experience? <laughs> how was your experience like <laughs> mine was good i'll never forget my teacher her name was mrs c, c. c. mrs c shout out to you mrs c mrs okay. c and she loved me oh. and i remember usually in aesthetic school they teach you um the anatomy physiology and all that stuff first mm -hmm. then you go into your practical no we learned how to do a facial the very first day she you went straight to practical the first time. You know time. what? That sounds like a similar experience, but we ain't even going to get into it. So yeah, that's that, but that's really good. So I would she, say my my experience was similar, but not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She, she she we went. She was she was an amazing amazing teacher. Oh. Um, and I had a really so when I left, I was not afraid to do facials because we did the very November first was the very first time I ever did a facial, and. I graduated, well, yeah. that was 2003 or four, wow. one or the other, four. Why does it, that doesn't feel that long ago though. No. And I was four years 
Jesus. Stop. What do you mean? I'm better off. So, no, 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 you know what I'm saying. Stop, stop, stop. So, um, I was in school for like maybe four or five months, maybe six months. Mm. And I did a facial every day. You know what? That's, it, it's not even that practice made perfect. Consistency, Consistency makes made perfect. results. Yes. And it made successful results. Yes. So, I don't believe in practice. I think, I think I, I practice is not failure, but error. Yeah. So you practice to become better. So... I would never practice on a human being. I would yeah. practice on the doll. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but whenever I'm working on a client, I go with intention of yeah. always giving them the best service possible. And, and I feel that. Like, I just feel like customer service. Certainly. I look, I understand. But let's not forget the essence of taking our time. Yes. Giving the people the service, but doing it in excellency and in order. Yes. And if you can't, like, if we're not saying that things don't happen, that life don't be life in. Mm -hmm. But it's like at the same time, you need to, you need to treat people how you want to be treated. You need to treat them better. Right. You know, especially if if, if it's like you know, one your loyal clients taking care of people and remembering also things about it's just like you know treat them like a person because they are a person. Right. You know. How do you feel about customer service and everything in the industry right now? Well, with 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 me, I'm I'm a uh, I'm a little crazy when it comes to customer so, service. Yeah. My clients know um, I have a I don't tolerate lateness. Yeah. I have a five minute grace period. Nick, I'm sorry. Oh, I took nine minutes to get set up for our interview. <laughs> I have a five minute grace period. I have a five minute grace period. So <laughs> if you're past the five minutes, the six minutes, you've lost your appointment. Because I'm disciplined. Because if I'm one minute late, I give them the appointment for free. And in eight years that my salon has been open, I've only done that seven times. If I'm one minute late. But you create intentionality. I'm pretty sure if it was vice versa, mm -hmm. you would accommodate your clients. I, mm -hmm. I, I do that. So, so I'm always on time. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm always on time. If, if I'm one minute late, if the appointment's at 2 o'clock and I start at 2 or 1 and the client doesn't even know, I'm like, oh, this is done. This is on the house. And when I've done that, it was like, no, Nick, it's okay. I said, no, it's not okay. Because I was not prepared at 2 o'clock. I like that. At 2 o'clock, I should be prepared. Get Sometimes you got to, I would say that was that was an area that I was I was slipping in at one point. Mm -hmm. um, you know, disregarding this, we, have, we was having technicals. So. No, it's fine. It's fine, though. <laughs> but, you know, if it was legit like a service, I would probably be, I would be prepared probably an hour early. Yeah, I'm, I'm always prepared. I don't, I don't, when the client comes back, at two o'clock, if the mm. is at two o'clock, I'm not. You're not dealing with it. No, I'm not. <laughs> gradually, no, no, no. I start my conversation and I start. Yeah, yeah. I would say um, that that's been something I've had to learn over time. Being I started so young and mm -hmm. I didn't have anybody immediately to look after or look look up to as a mentor in terms of like being an, an entrepreneur in the industry. That was like. A little different for me. Mm. So it was like, it was different seeing my mom's Mary Kate. Like, that to me, independent sales consultant, but somebody that's in the service industry. Right. You know, I, I didn't really get that until like a little bit after I started, um, like two years after I started really taking myself serious as a business owner. You have so much in front of you. Yeah. You have so many things to accomplish and to, to bring to life. Mm -hmm. Definitely, if no one tells you, like, I know you're probably always serving other people and probably always uplifting other people, but you know, everything you've done before this in your life, like it wasn't, it wasn't by accident. No. You know, you were here by divine assignment, divine purpose. So, you know, definitely just keep doing what you're doing. Keep inspiring people like us that 
we're listening, we're watching, and we're applauding you. This is a safe space. And guys, like, definitely connect with Nick. Like, follow him on IG on all the socials. But we need more of this energy in the industry because I feel like that's definitely another big component to our industry. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, my love. Yes. Well, y'all, that is it for today's episode. I hope that you enjoyed it just as much as I did. Y'all know it's always a pleasure coming on here, chatting with y'all. Thank you for joining the conversation today and happy, happy Friday. I hope you're having an amazing day and better yet. You know, I hope this message really kind of fuels you and kind of kickstarts you into whatever you were feeling in your spirit. This is just that confirmation. This is just that cherry on top. So thank you for locking in with me today. Make sure you share this podcast with somebody. Don't be stingy with these gems. Make sure you send this to a boss friend. Send this to your mom, your sis, your your bro. It doesn't matter. You already know. We're talking everything A to Z in the beauty industry. But guess what? Time is the biggest currency. Know your value. Peace out. Love y'all.